Hey y'all, Will here, and this is Stories with Mr. Stories. Today, we sit down and chat with Jules Riotto, who is a Team USA weightlifter um, and member of Catalyst Athletics, being trained under Amy Everett. We talked today about her experiences at the OTC, um, and if you're an American weightlifter, you know that that was really cool back in the day, but no longer exists. Uh, so hearing Jules' recounting of what it was like there was really cool, and I hope that you uh, kind of can get some insight into what it was like to be there. Um, and then we also chat about her experiences at 2018 Worlds, excuse me, Junior Worlds in Tashkent, and comparing those to her experiences at Senior Worlds uh, just like a month ago. So um, I hope you really enjoyed that as well. It was a lot of fun. We also talk about some life stuff and her plans for the new year. Um, just know going in that my audio is kind of jumpy in some spots. It's not terrible. Um, it's just a little bit frustrating for the couple of seconds it does happen. So I'm sorry about that. I'm working with my software company to figure out how to make that not a thing anymore because it's super freaking annoying. Um, and this episode is brought to you by True Athletics. It's uh, it's not really. They're not telling me to say that, but I really like True Athletics. So um, if you need bumpers or plates or anything weightlifting necessary, um, head over to TRU Athletics, and they've got really good stuff. So that's about it. I'm going to shut up, and I'm going to let Jules take over. So hope you enjoy. I don't know who would be listening to this that wouldn't know who you are, uh, but uh, who are you? I am Juliana Riato. I'm a weightlifter for Team USA and Catalyst Athletics under Amy. Um, I think that's pretty much the gist of who I am. <laughs> yeah, I think that covers it. Um, how long have you been weightlifting? Almost, I think it's been seven years now. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um one of the first things I want to talk to you about is because, <clears throat> excuse me, not because I'm again, COVID booster. So I'm a You're little fine. bit, I, it's totally I wrote okay. notes. <laughs> I never write notes for these sorts of things. I'm like, I can go off the how messed up we are. From this booster. Fuck. Okay. Um, so we're friends on Facebook and I saw the other day you posted a, um, like throwback to being at the OTC mm-hmm. and I want you to take me back and tell me what it looks like what it smells like oh man those Um, were the glory days yeah tell me about it so i was god 16 17 years old the first time or maybe no i think i was 16 the first time i was invited out there um for like they used to do the the youth group age development camps and they had residents there. So like Jesse Bradley or Jesse Semo now, Jesse used to live there, Jordan De La Cruz, Morgan King, um, Donovan Ford is a very old name. I, I don't know if you, do you know Donovan? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't seen him in years, but like all, they were all residents there. And then like all the young little like teenagers would come and it, it was such a surreal experience. I mean, you know, you'd land, and if you anybody's whoever's watching or or listening, you it, the Colorado Springs Airport. I remember the first time you see like the Olympic rings, and it's like it's something along the lines of like where dreams come true. Like like when you walk down the the stairs. I remember the first flight I went to, and it was just like 
I felt like I was living in a dream. Like it, it, it was, I mean, my dream since I was a child was to go to the Olympics. I remember my first invite out there. I'm like, I am going to the actual Olympic training center for this. Like it was so cool. And I remember the guy was, I still have the picture on my phone. There's a dude standing there with like a little clipboard and it says like USA with the rings under it. And I'm like, like, no way. This is so cool. Like, like he had my like wow. name on the roster and, and um, you know, I think it was from Colorado Springs, probably like a 30 minute bus drive. And then like you're meeting other weightlifters that are coming in from all over the country to like experience this with you. Um, there were what three dorm buildings. So it, it was like, it was like you were at college kind of like, like you shared a room with somebody. There was like, I think max, there was like three people to a room. There was like three like little beds and, and like then each like building had like a rec room. So like everybody would be like, oh, like after training, like let's all go hang out in the rec room. And then there was like, like it literally like a, like a hotel or there was like a pool outside. And then there was like a, the bigger rec room. And like, if you went into that one, like people, everybody signed their name on the walls. So like, oh, and then, wow. yeah, yeah. I, I, my, my name's somewhere like next to the TV. So like, if you, like you go in there, you probably like see my name, anybody else who went to those camps. And, um, and then there's the, the dining hall, which is like, you have like, these gourmet meals like like because they're they're cooking for like the residents that live there and they're olympians so you just kind of get to like hop in they have like a soft serve ice cream machine and everybody's like yeah we're going for that (laughs) like like like, yeah we're like lead athletes but everybody would like beeline to the soft serve like every night um sundays they would do brunch i'll never forget this and there's like a dude like cutting like prime rib and i'm like what yeah no no no. it's it's wild like and like again i'm like 16 so i'm like what like this is not real like i I, sometimes i feel still feel like i dreamt it all but like the pictures and videos in my phone are like no that actually happened um and then like the people you meet are just so cool like especially at that age i mean when i was 16 in high school i didn't have a lot of friends you know just because i was always so dedicated to what i was doing whether it was soccer or weightlifting and i was just always been a more dedicated person to my athletics versus like the kids I went to high school with were too busy partying all the time. And I just didn't want anything to do with it. And so like you go to these camps and you make such good friends, but like everybody was just scattered all over the country, but like, it was cool to meet yeah. other kids that like had the same mindset as you. Um, I remember it was the first time I met Maddie. That's now my teammate. And oh, I like, kidding? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a picture, a selfie on my phone. Cause my friend was like, can you please take a picture with Maddie Rogers? Like, I know she's going to, I was like, yeah, sure. And like, I was like in the, the dining hall. I'm like, hey, Maddie, do you mind? And, like, it's just like a selfie. And it, I remember I told Maddie, like my most vivid member, uh, memory of Maddie and I was like, we were playing, a kid brought like a football and we were literally playing hot potato in one of the rooms. And I just remember her giggling. Like I, I like could hear her giggle in my head and we're just like tossing it around. And like, it, it was so much fun. And then the weightlifting room, there were just a crap ton of platforms, like, in kind of a U and then there was the, the, it was a very specific, I don't know if it was an Olympic platform, but it was like, a like a world or something in the middle. So like, Oh yeah. Yeah. So Zig would like Zygmunt, I don't know how to pronounce his last name and I don't want to butcher it, but anybody who knows of the OTC knows who Zygmunt is the little Polish man with the bright white hair. I love that man with my whole heart. Like he was so blunt with everybody. Like people would step on the scale, and like I remember he used to look at me and goes, "Big girl," and like all the time. 
he wouldn't give people cue, like he would give people cues, but like his way of like saying it was a good lift, he just grunt like, like it was just noises. Really? Yeah, like every like I'd hit like a, a pretty good clean injury. He goes Rah! like like he just yells like it was just noises, and we we would just die all the time. And we would do um, I think the most we would used to do triple sessions, but we'd always like walk in for like morning war- warmings. Wait, did you say triple sessions? The most that yeah, it was like okay. I'm yeah. I'm excited to hear about this. All yeah, right. and I went to like five camps, so like they gradually got more intense. Like when I as I got older, and um, like morning warming, so we'd like all do stretches and stuff, and then we do abs, and then you'd like go eat breakfast, chill for a little bit, come back for your first session, and then that was like a. It, I mean, it was decently heavy. I mean, I remember coming back from those camps, I was destroyed. Like that, we trained hard. Um, and I mean, the longest, I think they last about a week. Okay. Typically. I think the longest I was there was two weeks, but that was like a special occasion. Um, and then you could watch, like the residents would obviously train at a different time than us. And you could like come back and watch. I remember one time Zygmunt like handpicked a few people to train with the residents and I was happy I was one of them. It was like for a max out session. And that was like the dream. Um, try, oh, the recovery room there was wild you could like the only thing you had to pay for if you wanted it was like a massage from like one of the therapists there but they had like this these mat like one was a steam room then there was a sauna and then there was an ice bath next to a hot tub it was like like like, it was just like yeah and it was like this whole building was just dedicated to like the athlete's recovery like and you'd walk in and like see like uh, what's Sam Mulinac? I might have just butch- butchered his last name too, but he's a gymnast for Team USA. And I remember seeing him oh. and like he was like chilling with, uh, out with us, like either in the hot tub or the ice bath. And like we'd like do um, um the term totally just slipped my mind, but you go back and forth. um, And like that was like the best type of recovery. And then right next to the, the weightlifting area, like there were like these these doors, like in the back corner of the room, they were like the like the cafeteria doors and we'd like peek in it was the wrestling room so like when we'd finish our training we'd like look in and like see all the olympic wrestlers like train and i'd be like i'm so happy i'm on this side of the wall like i could never do what they do they're like doing their grappling things in like a circle and going around and then they're taking like those those like they look like like the heavy bags but with arms and then they're like pile driving them into the ground and i'm just like yeah i'm gonna stay on this side (laughs) yeah i'm not I'm good. I'm going to stay over here with a barbell. Like, I'm not. But it was so cool to, like, see all the different sports there. I think it was – I'm trying to think. Gymnasts were there. But it was – I've never – I wanted to see the women's gymnastics team so bad, but I only ever saw the men's. Like, I'm nothing against mm-hmm. the men's. I just – I've loved the women's gymnastics team for forever, and I, I was so bummed I never got to see them. But the one camp I missed out on, Ryan Lochte was there because the, the men's swimming was there. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, not like I feel like he's like the second most well known other than Michael Phelps, but like Ryan was there. Um, I'll never forget too. Like as you go on, like from the airport, the shuttle to the um, training center, like other sports will come on, and we were talking, and it was like the women's volleyball team, like like had a a camp, and like you're talking to them, you're not thinking anything of it, and then everybody stands, and I'm like up to like their chest, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> They're just like Amazon, like women, like like 
just like wild. It's like I'm in like Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? When like they're yeah. all like just tall, like I'm like, oh my god! Like and here I am, this five foot four weightlifter. Like <laughs> it was just so cool to like see all these other people. Who uh, Jordan Burroughs? I remember meeting in the dining hall, the um, Olympic gold medalist wrestler. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. You meet so many cool people going there, Damn. and they were just so much fun. So much fun, really good training. I'm pretty sure I like hit a PR every time I went to camp, but like you just feed off of the atmosphere of you know, especially when you I got to train with the residents. Well, the last thing they had like it was a building, it was like your like um general, like like it, it was like a the dream gym, like 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 there were like Olympic lifting platforms, but then it was like there was a turf field so we would go there and do like basic like fitness stuff like that was where the triple sessions came in like we do a lifting session okay. in the morning and then we do like on um, that we had like medicine balls like the big the big wall balls and we had to like toss them and throw them back and then we did like a max vertical and then we would do like a max sprint like like a 40 yard dash and stuff and like just do your your general athletic stuff and then then we would go back and lift again like that. That And that was like, I think the last camp I went to is when they started incorporating that stuff. And um, then there's like all cardio equipment upstairs. It was just, it, it's gorgeous. Like it is the athlete's dream. Cause then you're walking to training and you look and you see like all of the mountains, like cause Colorado yeah. is beautiful. It's so beautiful. Oh my God. The springs are so beautiful. Oh my God. And then the first couple camps, they took us out on a hike through a garden of the gods was a big one and then there was another yep. one i went on um i cannot remember the name of it though and it was beautiful it was absolutely yeah. beautiful so i mean i i had the time of my life out there when i went it was always a good experience for me at least yeah in the training hall like seeing videos and stuff of what it used to look like it just looked like a just really like pretty place to train mm -hmm. like everything looked pristine yeah uh there's tons of space like yeah there were there are garage doors no yep yeah, yeah yeah on the yeah on the right like if i'm facing the front on the right side there were garage doors and what was cool i'm so happy you mentioned that people would do tours of the training center oh yeah uh-huh and like when we were at camp like people would like look in and watch us train. Everybody's like, like people are taking pictures and, and like, then you feel like a celebrity. You're like, yeah, we're just here for a camp, but like, they don't know that. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Like they think like we're here training for like whatever worlds or whatever. But like, it, that was like so cool. Like seeing people tour and like, you're actually one of the athletes that like the little kids are looking at and the parents are taking pictures of it. It, it that, that was always like the garage door side. That's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, but then shortly after, uh, was it shortly after 2016 Rio, they closed that, that training center. I remember, do you know, broken. I don't know. I uh, think, um, it's kind of similar to what's going on right now with like the doping and the weight classes. The IOC is just kind of fed up with weightlifting. It seems like, and all that. So like, I think, um, from my understanding, USA weightlifting wasn't bringing enough revenue or what attention or something along those lines and they just couldn't they, they just booted it i remember being so upset because i was trying to get into the residency program there because i was like i will absolutely oh, damn, live yeah. out there and train and like i i think i was pretty close and then they were like nope we're done i was like oof but that's okay but yeah 
they they did, and that was um absolutely a bummer. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, I really wish I could have even seen it because now it's not even a it's they like completely it's just a moment in time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they like what do they do to that room? Do you know? I wish I knew. I yeah, but I, I, it's I heard not there rumors, anymore. No, I heard rumors they might have expanded it for the wrestlers. Because, like, I remember mm. when I did look into the, those doors, I mean, it was just, like, a padded, like, room and, like, mats on the yep. ground. So, I, I mean, I would that would make the most sense to me. But I, I, I wish I knew. Yeah. Shit. That's a bummer. But, I mean, mm. I'm so uh, – I'm grateful that you were able to train there. Um, me too. And kind of – what's really nice is that uh, I'm really thankful that there were – the technology was there at the time, so people have videos of it. And like yep. high quality photos, um, yeah. so that like it's really well documented what happened there. I mean, there was a there was a YouTube channel. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if it's is it still a thing. It's still there. Like if you look it up, it's yeah. still there. Because they would at the end of camp, they would use that main platform. We would do like an in house comp. Yeah. So like you uh-huh. warm up. Those are yeah. my favorite videos on YouTube. Yeah, they would do them for camps and obviously for the residents. And like, yeah, they used to post the videos. Which was, like, such a good idea because, like, yeah. you're watching these people get ready for Worlds and stuff and, like, to be able to see what they do. Yeah. Those videos are so, so old. Like, um, sh- he is Gerald now, but she was Gerald Lee, if you, if you know of Vega. No. I'm going to write this down. Yeah, you should. Because that man's transformation is wild. Like, I'm thoroughly impressed but so, gerald lee was um 69 at the time when the, before the weight classes changed yeah she was an amazing like went to worlds like very very good weightlifter this is like old school old 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 and and then gerald lee is now gerald vega um and transitioned yeah um i think he's, he try is trying or is in the process of making some sort of a comeback to lift i, I don't I don't know what how that looks like with all of that, but they have videos of like Jerry Lee. Like if you, you probably YouTube Jerry Lee, like her. I don't want to disrespect the pronouns here, of but of course, yeah. When he was a she, those videos should be on YouTube. Yeah, I, she was wild to watch. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know if I've ever. Uh, her as she might have been before i didn't get into weightlifting until yeah this is uh, old. 2014 talking, yeah it might have been before then or like yeah yeah so it's around that time that's cool really quick before we uh move on mm-hmm. i just saw yesterday that canada um made it illegal to have conversion therapies for lgbtq i did not know that yeah i figured you'd be a fan of that but i was uh uh justin trudeau um i think he's a prime minister i don't want to sound like an idiot even though i am one no you're Uh, not stop but uh he uh made an instagram post about yesterday so that's that's pretty sick um so yeah Yeah. uh no that's awesome i mean can't tell you how many time my parents threatened i'm I'm an open book man i that's funny. There's a lot more where that came from. Um, so Junior Worlds back in, I think it was, uh, what did you say? It was 2017 or 2018 that was in Tashkent? 2018. 
2018. Okay. Yeah. So um, you competed at Junior Worlds in Tashkent, mm-hmm. uh, and then you competed. Uh, how old were you at that time? Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Um, so you're nineteen. You competed at Junior Worlds in Tashkent, Uzbekistan, and now this year, like a couple weeks ago, um, you competed in Tashkent, Uzbekistan, Again. as a senior. Yeah. Um, what what has changed? Um, I want to talk specifically about Tashkent, and then we'll mm-hmm. get more into like your training and stuff. But what did you notice has changed about like competitions in Tashkent? Um, but just like Tashkent in general, because there were a couple of times you we were like walking around and stuff, and you were pointing out some differences and things. I just thought it was really interesting that you can like have that kind of relationship with a city just because of weightlifting, like this fucking yeah, kind of like nowhere city that like you haven't heard of unless you're into weightlifting no um no i didn't know existed until junior worlds in 2018 like i had no idea yeah so Um, what's uh what has changed about tashkent in that like gap of three years is that three years four years four years now yeah well and i was trying to do the math because when i went to junior worlds in 2018 it was in the summer and then i went back in the winter um what hasn't changed was how we were starting the similarities you could let's go with similarities first sure um it it looked pretty much how i remembered it like i didn't see much change like i remember the airport and everything um honestly i think getting through customs and stuff was a little bit different um from what i remembered like i remember we were and maybe that was because of covid too but I remember like waiting in those, um, what were they? Like right before you had to go to baggage claim, it was like the little stands with the security guards. And like, yep. I don't remember standing there for that long. Like it was a very quick, like, here's your passport. What are you here for? Like the, que- like, I mean, my guy didn't even ask me a question. I mean, <laughs> like it was, it really? was very, like, like what, how it was there. Like, I remember it being way smoother, that portion. Um, yeah. Then it was when we went like I remember the guy just like looked at my passport and just looked at me and didn't say anything. And then he like kept looking over my shoulder. I like fought. And I was like, is there somebody like, <laughs> like, I feel like there's somebody with a sign behind me. Like he would not say anything. And then the guy next to him, like the, there was that railing and Greg was there and the guy asked for his COVID test. And he looks at me and he was like, I'm like, just pointing. I'm like, you could have asked for that like five minutes ago. Like it was. So... Well, he was waiting for the other guard to ask Greg like, where his COVID the first test one was. On the job, like I don't understand. Oh my god! And, and like I gave it to him, and he's just staring at me again and again, looking over my shoulder. I'm like, is somebody gonna come grab me? Like I have no idea why this man keeps looking over my shoulder. And like so that part was weird. Like like the last the general questions are like, how long are you here for for like the visas and stuff? Yeah. Um, and I had to bring so much more this trip. And I don't know if it was because I was a junior three years ago that like our team leader handled all of that, but like I had to bring three like visa applications, headshots, like all this stuff. And Whoa. Well, when I tell you I didn't pull it out once. <laughs> 
<laughs> like not once. And I'm, which is fine. I'd rather be prepared and have it than not have it and not be able to get into the country. But like, yeah, I, like junior worlds, it was like, they looked at your passport, they stamped it and they were like, Oh, you're here for a weightlifting competition. That's so cool. Like how long are you here? And then you just walked by and grabbed your bag. Like that, that part was weird. That sounds so much nicer than the shit we put up with. And we were Gosh. waiting for people for like, I remember sitting there for like 15 to 20 minutes because they had nobody in the booths, like literally nobody. And, um, oh my God, do you remember, do you remember when that? We were trying to, oh my God. Do you remember when we like, wait, were you with us or was it just Laura when we left on Saturday? I thought you were with us. No, yeah, you were because you stuck. and I. Yeah, Maddie and through. I got stuck. Yup. I got oh. something happened with Greg's stuff. I remember I'm like going through, I'm like, nah, they'll be behind me soon. And like 30 minutes went by. I'm like, maybe I should go wait by security. <laughs> I don't know where okay, they so are. leaving the country, so like you have to go through customs to I don't know if anyone who's listening like so you have to yeah. go through customs to get into a country, but then you have to go through customs to also leave the country. It's yes. weird. So um, they have a very similar setup leaving the country as they do getting into the country. Yep. So uh, it's you, me, uh, Laura, Amy, Greg, Greg, Amy, Maddie. So we, oh, and Mike, um, but he kind of got through faster than we did. Yeah. So we're trying to get through customs. And then right before Maddie and I are about to step up into our separate lines, uh, a bunch of folks, um, I think they were Kenyans and maybe an, it's another African country. Yeah. Um, but their flights were about to take off. And so they just shoved all those folks in front of us, which is fine. Like I get yeah, it. Yeah, totally time. reasonable. Yeah. But then a couple of people that were waiting to take Maddie and me, like after they got done with the Kenyans, they peaced out. Like Maddie walked up to the window with her stuff and the dude looks at her and says, no. And then he just pieces out. So then we're standing there for like, <laughs> it felt like an hour. But it was really maybe like 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we noticed that there's a line moving like far away from us. And we're just kind of saying like, do we do we leave this line to go into another line and like risk that? It was a nightmare. So then I got into other line. I got through and I told Maddie to come over. Um, And I was like, yeah, she'll be right behind me. And then for some reason, it took like another 10, 15 minutes for her to get through. Oh my god! Yeah, thankfully Leaving I did that not. That country sucked. Yeah, that then that was a lot different. Like, and again, I don't know if it was because I was younger and like other people were in charge of that stuff, and like this time I had more independence because I'm a grown ass woman now, and like I had to do all that stuff, and or it was just our luck. I don't know, but like I don't remember it being that difficult at all. So, so yeah. that was definitely different. But like the city pretty much looked the same. I believe I stayed at a different hotel I, okay. than we did because the hotel yeah. looked completely different than I remembered. The one thing that definitely didn't change was those wooden slabs with cardboard cushion beds. That that was exactly the same when I was there three years ago. And that was yep. a very bad – I I didn't um, enjoy the reminder when I laid down and was like, oh, right. This is what I sleep on every night when I'm <laughs> and that was at a different hotel so it wasn't just that hotel i don't know if it's an uzbek thing part of me is curious to be in like an uzbek residence home and like is everybody's beds like this is this what y'all think is comfortable yep because my spine was screaming 
I stayed in three different beds. So when I first got there, I stayed at Hotel, <laughs> Hotel Uzbekistan, which is a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I stayed at the one that we all stayed at. And then mm-hmm. I also stayed in an Airbnb. And that was a residence home. And the bed was just as hard. I slept on the couch one That's night. so interesting to me. Yep. It was I'm so like, weird. Do y'all I don't not know have why. Tempur-Pedics is not a, in the dictionary here. Like, what... What is this? I, I don't comfort I, like, is not an addiction. No, right. There's no such thing. And that that was that sucked. And I've never been somewhere. And I'm very interested to just just out of curiosity, like that is the norm yeah. for these people. Yeah. Like how do all of them not have like scoliosis at this point in time? Like I don't like it does not make sense in my brain. It's so weird. But Tashkent is like a very, and like they're very friendly. Everyone's super nice, very, especially with yes. Americans, mm-hmm. which was, oh, they that love was mind blowing. Yeah. They like you love... don't speak their language. They don't care. They're just like, yeah, we'll take care of you. Don't worry. Yeah. And it's just... So Tashkent's yeah. great. Hear me out. Yes. But that was bananas. No, it was nuts. It, and that's the thing. It's like the people are so, well, like, and I also remember us being warned for Junior Worlds that Tashkent is right outside of a, a city or, or around an area that is the world's worst women's trafficking, like sex trafficking yeah, city. And I remember them letting us know and like none of the junior women were allowed to even step foot outside of the hotel without a male supervisor if you wanted to see things or things like that. And yeah. um, I remember I was like, is my like, loved one's gonna have to pull Liam Neeson like like this is taken like I that was like the biggest thing in my head (laughs) like like, when I heard that and I was like so like but I when I was there I never felt truly unsafe when I was there and I can honestly say that other than like when you're traveling across I mean countries and stuff sometimes I get a little nervous like I don't want to get stuck anywhere but like other than that fear like I really truly never felt unsafe but I mean, it's good to know that God forbid something like that happens. But um, I think I did more. The one thing we didn't get to do this trip that I wish that we did like the last trip, we got to go to like a real Uzbek restaurant and um, their kebabs. Uh, okay. Oh my God. I think it was lamb and beef. The best kebabs I've ever had in my life. Like, and we didn't get to do that this time. I think we almost tried to get kebabs from that restaurant. You were you there during that restaurant uh, trip, and they like just never brought them out. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I was bummed for y'all because I remember what they tasted like. But I'm like, they never got to experience it. To be fair, I, I was totally fine because I didn't. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, Greg and Maddie wanted to try it, and they just yeah. never. They never got. And to it was it. one of those situations where it's like. We lost this fight. Let's just yeah. leave. Yep. They're not understanding us. Like we're no. we're done here. No. The difference, um, closing ceremonies. When we went in Junior Worlds, they had like a DJ and a dance floor. And we got to dance the whole night. And I was waiting for that when we went and that never happened. We just had no. like the performers and stuff. And they tried to get yep. people out and dance with the band. And it just like when I tell you, like it was like EDM music. Like 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 oh like God. house. I'm not kidding. Like like it was amazing. Yeah. I like I, we danced, and then we had to leave for our flights, and nobody wanted to leave because we were having so much fun. And right. I was like, oh, like it better be like that. Like like when we went, and I walked in, I was like, this is not. 
this is not that thing. And I was so bummed about that. But like the food and everything was yeah, I think was really almost good. exactly the same. Okay. Like the, the horse meat and the 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 it like the deli, which like anybody who's listening, horse meat as like a cold cut or like the de- not good, but like hot and like the the bread and like yeah, it was like put, a thing. Yeah. Very good. So like and again, I'm not I'm not gonna go to the grocery store and ask for horse meat, but like <laughs> if you're in Uzbekistan and you wanna get crazy and try it, that get it hot because and then I finally this trip with us, I got to try their uh plov is like their big Oh yeah. That's their big thing. And I got to try that this trip when I didn't get to last time. So that was cool. Um the venue was it was the same exact where we co- competed that was the exact coliseum thing that i competed in the only difference was we didn't have a separate training hall which i enjoyed oh. this time yeah hold on hold so up. where was your training oh <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's a cat there's a rogue cat right now yeah let me <laughs> threatening let me... to knock shit over yo she's a fat cat she is she i've had fatter cats but she everybody says that about her <laughs> oh, and I don't know how because she really no she's she's a beautiful beautiful <laughs> cat she really is and she enjoys oh, wow. the spotlight Hello, like friend. she'll just chill <laughs> um I'm gonna let you down now because we're busy talking um but where was I um oh the venue oh so, the training hall yeah so that I loved having a separate training hall because like you'd be training and like some junior kids going for a world record and like they're going off like it, it was separated by like like how the the warm-up platforms were it was yeah. like imagine that and like the competition like just moved to the center and then on the other side was the training hall so really quick it would be like a warm-up room mm-hmm. and then competition platform and then training training hall where did the spectators go in in the stands so they could see the competition because and the uh, training. Okay, so you're like uh, looking the, down at everything. Right, it's like a bowl, uh, essentially. Yeah. Like you have all like the things going stadium. on in the middle. Yeah, yeah. right. That's yeah. that's or a, a soccer much stadium or something. Analogy. Yeah, no, yep. no, you're fine. Or like honestly, uh, better for people like a hockey rink. I think would be the best yeah. way to describe mm-hmm. that. Like like yep. you're you're looking down and like or like a basketball court something and and like. But that was so funny because then you have like I'm pretty sure Meso was a junior at the time. I'm pretty sure we're the same age, and like you see Meso like training, lifting some heavy stuff, and then you have like a B session going on right next to him, and like everybody's kind of like looking at Meso, like <laughs> it's like like and it, I'm happy that they separated it this time because like yeah. it's it's really hard. I mean to like be focused while there's a competition going on. In that training hall, the building that they used looked like it was a like they were still doing construction while we were there. Right, like they were putting the bathrooms together. Right. So, okay. So before you guys got there, the men's bathroom, I don't know if it was the same for the women's, but the men's bathroom, they had a, so you would like walk in, there's like locker rooms, showers and stuff, but mm-hmm. then you open the door to the toilet and there were two toilets right next to each other and no partition. So it was just a room with two toilets. Yeah. <laughs> Bananas. Right. And they had to, they taped one off. They wrapped tape around this toilet because like someone might try to take a poop next to someone at the same time like don't worry that's 
if that door is open and someone's in there, I'm piecing out for the rest of the day. No, probably. yeah, no, we don't. I never. I I like with the training halls and stuff, and like even I would. I mean, I use the bathroom in the venue, but like I try to just stay away from like the training hall bathrooms and stuff. Like Good I when I went, yeah, damn. I really do. I'm like I'll use the bathrooms at the hotel or like like somewhere because like I just I think it was Ecuador. Like, none of the bathrooms, like, had toilet paper in it. and Like, it was just not a good scene. And I feel like ever since then, I'm like, yeah, no, we're just not <laughs> we're just not going to use the training hall bathrooms. The bathrooms yeah. at Pan Am's are also terrible. Yeah. Uh, that's like, where, in that's the competition where, venue. It was junior Pan Am's in Ecuador. Pan Am's is always a nightmare. Pan Am's is a nightmare. God bless. You was in the U.S. Was it really? <laughs> that. That's I've heard surprising. gnarly stories. Yeah, like the training hall fell apart and like it was weird. Okay, so uh but yeah, the training hall too. Uh Seb and I were uh just going to do some like work upstairs cuz there's an upstairs like balcony. I remember can, like, seeing look, that. Yeah. Which is really neat. But what was really wild was you go upstairs and they just had like a pallet with all the water bottles. So when you go to like competitions like this, they just give out water bottles like it's yes. nothing literally uh which is great but they had a pallet full of water bottles and you could just see the floor like caving in where that pallet was and straight up i'm this is upstairs i'm surprised that wall didn't not right excuse me that floor didn't cave in yeah tashkent is amazing but there are some things where i'm like what is what is happening yeah right right like i said felt super safe there interesting country yeah. but then there's just Super some nice things people. that i'm like this is really sketchy <laughs> like, yeah and diet coke is 50 cents for like a glass bottle that's like i think it's yeah. eight ounces those made me feel so so cool i like yeah. them a lot did you have any of them no i'm not a big soda person i used to be uh, when i was a kid and yeah. then i started um i just i water i'm a big like lemonade person like if i go out to a restaurant i'll have like a lemonade and then i'll switch over to water and then yeah. i switch over to zevia have you ever had zevia zevia is the bomb i like zevia ever since I my switched wife does yeah oh that's that's yeah i i love it the black cherry is my favorite like i i can yeah. have those but ever since i switched over to zevia like i, I just don't have the craving for so soda ever yeah so. i uh i uh diet diet coke and diet root beers that's are my, your, that's your those are my jams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Diet Coke in Uzbekistan, I think, was way better. I don't know what's really? different about it, but it was it was a lot better. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, and one last thing before. Uh, I noticed that the every time they have uh, a uh, competition in Tashkent, because there's been several now. Yes. Like Junior Worlds at 18. There was a Junior Ju- Worlds there recently, too. And Youth Worlds. Yeah. Right? They or is that going Saudi? Back. There's been oh, I think, I think there was... that was youth was Saudi, I think. I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, it was Asians. Oh yeah, sorry, excuse me. So it was Asians, Junior Worlds, and then, and then... also uh uh worlds. Yeah. Uh like senior worlds. But it's really interesting to me that every time they have it there, it's like a different color. You know what I mean? Like yours, yes. like twenty eighteen was green junior worlds this year was light blue and i think actually asians was also light blue and then worlds was like dark blue i just think it was really interesting that like it just they kind of keep it um 
changing so that it looks like a different venue right. each time. I, I like that a lot. And I, I honestly, again, this Senior Worlds, I think they did it. It was way prettier. And, like, it was way more um, – it just felt more – not not that Junior Worlds isn't serious, but, like, just the energy. And I don't know if it, this was my first Senior Worlds team, so that could – but the, the way they, they did it this time – like I said, the training hall wasn't right next to the competition venue. So, like – that yeah. into account and the way they set everything up, it was way more legit. And like, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, though also the last thing that did not change was the drums in the crowd and the trumpets. They were there for junior worlds too. Those guys, man. Those guys. Real- I love go them. hard. I love it. It was them. so fun. They I, showed I, up for, I think it was every a session and yep. there was just a guy with a trumpet and some, uh, some dudes drums. with drums and they just, I remember uh, the first time I saw them was our first A session. I think it was for Meredith and Olivia. Yeah. Um, and I was wearing a USA weightlifting shirt, and they just started ch- like out of nowhere started chanting uh, USA. USA. Yeah. And I was like, "This is sick! I hope they do this for every single lifter from USA." Yeah. Was- they do. They really do. Like they love us. Yeah. Like I remember. They came down to the warm-up room. I can't remember if it was after our session or Maddie's. And they came up to one of them. They were like, did you hear us? And we were like, yeah, we heard you. Yes, sir. You guys are the loudest in the stadium. Of course we heard you. Yeah, it was good. It was funny really quick before we move on. But uh, Mm -hmm. there was one dude who was like in that group of people. I'm sorry. It was like a group of folks came down and none of them spoke English. And so they kept asking me, like, do you speak Turkish? No. Do you oh, speak I remember Russian? you guys saying this. Yeah. But one of them spoke German. So we were able to actually communicate effectively because he spoke German. I spoke German. Just in. So that was, uh, that was kind of funny. I love that. But yeah, not a lot of them speak really good uh, good English. Like, they can get no. by there was, um, sometimes. There was a Junior Worlds. I remember because my, my coach at the time was Dane Miller. And I remember he, our guy... He was like teaching Dane like Uzbek. Like he was really cool. Oh, that's cool. And he was yeah. the one who, who who brought us to the restaurant and stuff. And he was very he had very good English. Very good. So he was like, he was our guy. I can't remember. I wish I I think his name was Obi, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. But like he that was another thing we didn't really we didn't have like a guy. Like and again, I don't yeah. know if it was because it was junior world to senior or how and maybe because I know I mean this world's almost got canceled and everything was very last minute. Right. So that could have something to do with it, but um we did have a guy who had like very good English and a, he would like try and teach us all the Uzbek words and stuff. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, the organizer, the guy who like put like the technical organizer for yeah. uh, this world. His name was Azamat. He was a junior and I think he competed at 2018 juniors. Uh, That's cool. Like 20. But uh, he was a super nice dude. And he actually helped me get like a GoPro for me and uh, oh, Seb. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, he was really nice and he spoke, uh, so he was like a translator for me to get the GoPro and stuff. But yeah, they're just super nice to Americans. It blows my mind because yeah. we're kind of, I don't know, when it comes to international things, we're kind of, I was like the stereotypical American idiot. Uh, no. Like, don't know how to communicate. It was, so it was just really nice and refreshing to know that, um, you know, People some people actually don't actually, hate us. Yeah. Right. Um. But uh, how's uh, how's training going for you? Good. I taking I I can't remember the last time I took a week off, like a solid week of not doing anything. Coming back, I my body, I'm like 
I know how to do a snatch, but things are not like I feel like a wet noodle. Well, I did like it the first week I came back, and things are finally starting to click again. And I remember like all the volume coming back. Like first day I had like sevens for squats, and then like two days later I had tens. <laughs> and then, then like, Saturday stuff afterward, right? Yeah, like I started. Yeah, yeah, and then I had to like snatch. Like I guess it's like doing things under fatigue to try and get your body to like remember. And I'm like. I'm so happy it's only two weeks of this. And, like, granted, Amy, like, understands that it's a lot. And I, she had me train four instead of five days to, like, get an extra day of recovery. Oh, that's that, nice. That was solid. I think this week I'm going back to five days, which I'm excited for because we're starting prep for Arnold's, which I cannot wait for. But, um, yeah, my Saturdays instead, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, heavy single Saturdays are my jam. Now it was, like, triples. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm like, all right, like this works. We'll do it. But like my yesterday training felt normal again. Like the squats oh, did good. not feel like at all. So I'm like, this is great. So we'll go right back into prep and not miss a beat. So, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this week's training. Uh, when you so you competed at AO finals. Mm-hmm. Um, did you you hit one? Did you hit one of? Three. Two in this 103 in the snatch and then he hit 128 mm-hmm. yep. um, yeah and then so that was sunday december let me pull up the calendar quick uh, yeah this is wild <laughs> yeah this is impressive so uh sunday december 5th you get to uzbekistan i think it was the 10th so i found out i was going to world i think the day or two before i left for ao Okay, sure. Yep. Yep. Great fashion. Um, and it was kind of redirecting focus of like, okay, this isn't the main focus right now. So we're just right. gonna treat yep. this as like last heavy day or last like yep. like a big prep for worlds. And then I had to come home. Mm-hmm. I had a day. I flew back home on Monday. Yep. I had to get a COVID test, which I'll get into that. <laughs> Please do, because I yeah, have many things to say about that. Furious with that one. Yep. Um, and then I had to get all my visa applications in. I remember, like, they forwarded me one before Denver, so I had to get that done, and then I had to get another one done, and then I get headshots, and then I had to repack for a fourteen-day trip. I remember I just went through my closet. And just anything USA weightlifting just threw it on my bed. I was like, <laughs> and they overnighted me a singlet and it wow. got there on the day I had to pack and everything. It got there like that. Or no, I think it was here actually Monday night when I drove because um, shout out to Erica Queso. She always lets me keep my car at her house and then I'll fly out of Buffalo because flights are a lot cheaper out of Buffalo, New York than it is Rochester. Yeah, And like, sense. I love Erica. Like, Catalyst homie, she's Amy's athlete. Um, and she always was like, Yeah, no problem. She has a gym in her garage, so like I could train there if I need to. She has a spare bedroom, like she's the MVP every time. I, yeah, no, I we love Erica. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think I've met her twice and she's she's, she's so sweet, like just what a genuine human being. Um, but this time I was actually flying out of Rochester, but I I for Denver, I had to drive from Buffalo to back home and where I'm at in New York, it's like a hour and a half, almost two hours. So like I had to drive back. And by the time I got here, there was like the little, like 
Nike athlete PS bag. And I was like, Oh my God, it's here. And like, I feel like I didn't get to like fully not enjoy like the, the pre worlds. Like, cause this is my first senior world team, but like normally you'll get like the new bag, the new warm ups. Sorry. My cat. Do you, I can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's on top of the fridge. Wow. Like, like she just agile. Yeah. Like she's a little bit heavier, but she can move. She's like me. Like she's my child. <laughs> like, That's like, hilarious. This is a new thing. We're just gonna let her chill up there. I'm sure your people will love this. <laughs> like she's not really doing anything wrong. She's just kind of chilling. The second she does something wrong, though, we'll address it. Um. So don't mind this one. Um. I like I didn't I didn't get to like the bag the the new warm ups right I, I did just get the singlet which I love like it's be- a beautiful singlet yeah, I've it's wanted badass. that singlet yeah no this is I think my favorite design out of what I've seen it's like I mean I feel like like the Captain America dude has like the star in the middle like it's so cool and the name is nice and big on the back so like, I love my singlet it was just kind of a bummer like it was just kind of like a last minute like here's your singlet <laughs> like, yeah you know what I mean um but like that's just motivation to make the next team um and get like the full kit and stuff but so i go through all of that i i can't believe i did it like snacks and everything and i i was impressed with myself with how much i got done in such a short period of time where like anybody else on the team probably had months like or like yeah. a month. i don't know how how long like they secure out i can't think of it off the top of my head but like i was able to get this all done in a day and I remember, like, when I finally just got to the airport and was, like, waiting for my flight, I was like, okay, I can relax now. Like, I am on my way to Uzbekistan. Everything's set. But the COVID test yeah, tell made me, about me mad. It. I'm here for it. Yeah. So, the P- like, I needed an actual PCR because we're, you know, traveling, like, internationally. You can't just get a rapid or, like, a 24-hour. So, I'm, like – I go, my insurance covers it. So I don't pay anything for it. The drive through swab your nose, whatever. And they're like, Oh, it should be back to you in like two days. So I'm like, all right. So by the time I need it in JFK, hopefully, you know, I'll have the results on my phone. No, nothing. I keep checking my phone. I keep checking my phone. And like, I had a very long layover in JFK. I'm sitting there for like six, I think eight, six, eight hours. Okay. Like I was hanging out. Yeah. I, I could have went toward New York city and came back. I couldn't even check into my next flight when I got to JFK. Like I had to find somewhere to just chill. And I think I did some athlete check-ins or whatever. So it's like an hour before I have to start checking in. And I'm like, I don't have a COVID test. I have my vaccine card. I had everything else I need, but they will not, they didn't even ask for my vaccine card. They would not let yeah. me go nope. in without the test. So they mm-hmm. have a little tent set up for an hour PCR instead of a two-day PCR. So I yep. go to the stand, and I'm like, I have my insurance card. Why wouldn't they take my insurance? Oh, no, we it's $220. I said, excuse yep. me? And you're not mm-hmm. going to take my insurance? No. So it's the same fucking test. <laughs> same <laughs> – Oh my god, is she okay? <laughs> She's fine. It, like, here's the thing about my cat. The cuddly, like most cuddly purrs nonstop. 
when she has the zoomies, she's a straight up crackhead. Like, like that, like I wasn't even phased, like just runs laps. What pisses me off is the little fur ball will eat breakfast and run around like that. And then she gets sick. I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> you know, and cats let out that very specific puke meow. Any cat, oh, it's the no. like, you know, it's coming. Yeah. But yeah, she's fine. She's literally like, hold on. She's sleeping. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's totally fine. This is just, this is Ellie. <laughs> like me when I lift, like like when I tell you this is my child, I'm like a crackhead on pre-workout. <laughs> That's her zoomies. And then when she's chill, she just wants to snuggle. Like I'm the most cuddly person you'll ever meet. Like it's it's hilarious how you're like animals form your personalities oh yeah so anyways so i'm like taking the biggest gulp handing them my debit card to pay them 220 dollars for the same damn test to get the results within an hour when i just let my insurance two days i i I, honestly i don't even remember getting the email like i don't like i never got that test Uh, well i was so angry if it was like even a hundred bucks, I don't think I would have been as mad, but like two twenty, just like no. Yeah, I think mine at O'Hare oh. was two fifty five. Oof. Yeah, like yeah. like what? Why? Like I don't. That it's just made a, me mad. It's 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 just it's it's nonsense. Like they do it all on site, and I understand there's like money involved and stuff there, but yeah. like. But why can't and, do, I don't understand why they can't do it through an insurance company. I that I could not, but, but it's like we got it, and, like, and I got the negative. But like it was frustrating. And getting COVID tests anywhere right now is so hard. It's like bad. after Christmas, we were trying to get COVID tests. It's we had to drive impossible. right, and I we picked up like uh, there's one store in Madison that has like um, at home COVID testing. So we dropped like. I think that's $160 to just stock up on COVID tests. Yeah. Because like I need them to get into With events how much and you stuff travel? like that. Yeah. Like you yeah. just got to have it. Well, so thankfully like, a lot. The Arnold isn't until March. So I'm hoping it's like a solid month of this to calm down. Cause we're going to need a COVID test for the Arnold. That's already yeah. like, even if you're vaccinated, do they need it? I think it's like within 72 hours. Right. So like, but they accept uh, rapids. I think they expect, right. Accept they do. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so good. That, that, yeah, yeah. Bananas. But yeah, otherwise training's going well. I yes. couldn't believe when you told me that you had to do tens and then drop sets with bands. Like everything bands around was your with knees. bands. Yeah, the tens, oh, the were, tens with bands, were with bands, and then the drop sets were with a tempo. And oh, I that's looked, right. Yeah, I was like you know what if this gets me a bigger butt i'm fine with it (laughs) that's literally what i told myself i'm like and i've been getting compliments on my butt a lot lately and i'm like can i just can we just keep the band stuff in the next program or like tempos like if if i if this keeps happening you know what i'll deal with it i'll suffer that's fine (laughs) that's hilarious yeah Um, that that was a lot but it worked i mean my legs feel fresh again so i mean amy knows what she's doing oh yeah no, I wouldn't doubt that for a second. No. Uh, and then, so what are your plans for the rest of the year for like competition wise? You said the Arnold. Mm-hmm. That's and gonna Arnold, be. I'm so excited. 
I was going to say the Arnold's going to be really interesting because that was the last mm-hmm. normal weightlifting meet we had. Before and AO COVID. finals, right. AO finals felt weirdly normal. Mm-hmm. I was very like happy if, with the way finals felt. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see what the Arnold looks like this year. I Me really too. wish the training hall wasn't literally not training. hall. Yeah. Training hall wasn't literally across the city. That's one thing that pisses me off about the Arnold. Well, I think somebody asked. I think Maddie asked. Somebody asked in the comments. I think it's on site this time. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank that God. Was from, yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, like, wow. I, yeah. The only – it was cool to be at Rogue headquarters for training. I'm yeah. not going to like to use the cool fancy Rogue equipment in Rogue. But like, again, like you said, like I don't mind because I'm driving because it's, it's like a five-hour drive for me. So I literally – I said in our bad. team chat, and now you know too, I'll be like – Team Uber, just call me Jules, like Juber, like, <laughs> like I'll, I, I don't mind driving at all. Um, and I said it comes with free car jams, like we're in, like, <laughs> but nice. um, so I don't mind. But people that are trapped, like flying, like yeah, that's that's an Uber drive, that's money, yeah. like that. That's I really think for any competition, like you need to have a training hall, like on site. I, I really believe yeah. that's a necessity, for sure. Yeah, I'm especially excited for. Arnold because a bunch of my new gay friends that I've made here are all coming to watch. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Like my friend was like, I'm making shirts. Like, like they, they're renting like an Airbnb for the weekend. And like, they're so excited to come. And I'm like, man, I need friends like that right now. <laughs> like, like it was really refreshing. Cause like none of them even knew what weightlifting was except for like my one friend Jay, but like, but they don't know what it is, but like they support me so much, yeah. That they like they're like, when's your competitions? And they watch the live stream. My, my one friend Jacob is so funny. He's like, he told me after states, he told me he was gonna give me a lap dance, a celebratory lap dance. Like I love them. Like, like they are amazing. Like like there's such good people and good friends. So I'm so excited that because I want them to meet you guys. Like like so they get to meet yeah. like catalyst and like all like my other world so like i'm very much excited for that part too that's super cool yeah yeah uh beyond beyond the arnold's what else are your uh like competition slash life plans for the year i definitely want to try and make international teams um this year for sure to be able to go back to either pan ams or worlds um nationally we'll probably just do the the old nationals and then finals um It'd be cool to like squeeze a local meet in there because I really enjoyed states. States was fun. Yeah. Other than me like almost dying under 134, but like everything else was so much fun. Um, <laughs> that, that was bananas. I my favorite part was that they were debating whether it was a good lift or not, like into the next session. And I was like, guys, just let literally, it go. we were cleaning up for the event and they were still <laughs> arguing. Still talking talking about yes. it. And I was like, yes. you know what? I it counted. I got two to one, red, white to red, and that's all that mattered because there's no jury to state meet. So yep. I was like, as long as it's in bars, man, I don't care. <laughs> right. Fun. Y'all can debate it on your Facebook forum as much as you want, as long as it counts. It's fine. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, that's pretty life stuff. I would like to. I'm trying to think. I want to say I want more athletes as a coach, but I don't – I'm trying to manage that as best as I can. Yeah. Because I've had a few people, like, reach out to me asking me to coach them. 
But like the athletes that I have right now get like whatever attention that my lifting doesn't get. So it, it would be kind of overwhelming to try and it's more of the online stuff. Like I have some in-person people at the Y that I work at, which is easy because I'm already there. Yeah. Um, so it'd be cool to get more in-person people there. That would be cool. I'm also trying to get, I tried last year and the Y just is not up to speed with it, but I'm trying to get a meet there. And I, I told them it doesn't need to be like sanctioned because that's money and we don't have an actual barbell club. But I, I said like an in-house, right. like you do like a super total weekend. People don't actually have to do both, but you do like a powerlifting day and a weightlifting day just to kind of bring lifting more towards that crowd. Cause like when you think of the YMCA, you don't think of a barbell club. You think about nope. pools and soccer moms and, and the older people, like that's the crowd. But there are the few, like my buddy Donnie's been going there for years. He can bench 485. Like, and he's just, he's an army vet, 31 years old, like people like that. Like there's correctional officers and police officers that go there that lift heavy. So it's yeah. like, if we can bring more of that crowd, because I mean, the place that I train in all the time, we have that space and they, they're always looking for ways to bring in more money. So I'm like, you guys really need to do a meet. Like I remember sitting down with my boss and it, we have like this whole idea, like you take a whole weekend and you do like a festival, you have like food trucks just ask you so you don't need to like for food so people like if they come with their kids to watch their cousin come lift if they're hungry yep. you go outside and i was like you can even get even more creative with it you do like my, my boss was really into it too he was like yeah you can do like a car lift outside you have like cool little strength events outside that like you just do yeah. a big strength festival because like they have the resources for it. it's the ymca like yep. so i've been you have I, we try to get that up off the ground yep. And like, I was like, we have, you guys can get local sponsors. Like I could yep. contact my sponsors. Like we could have you come out and like take pictures. Like, I was literally going to say, if you do this, let me know. I, yeah, I I, yeah, yeah, no, 100%. You can crash in my place. Hopefully Ellie's running around the park. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> like, um, but like, like now she's sleeping on the couch. Like I can't make this job. Um, but like, you could do something really cool because we have yeah. a main gym. And like our maintenance guy Scott, he's also very much into lifting. Like I'm, he's always deadlifting and stuff. I've wrote, I've written him programs before, and like, he was like, yeah, you just do a big platform in the gymnasium, set up chairs, and then you have like the performance center where I train. That's your warm up room. Yeah. It like I, I had the whole thing laid out. Like like I we it just they didn't move forward with it. So that that is kind of my goal with my job. I think that would be cool to do. And if it does happen, yeah. you know I will be hitting your lineup for that. Um, but, like, it it, it would be cool. Because, like, I mean, then you have a lot of kids, like, teens here that, like, the football players, the college kids that come home from school, like, yep. with all the big egos that want to lift big in front of their friends and in front of the girls, like, and I'd say I, I'll make an appearance. I'll wear my USA weightlifting sing, singlet to bring pe just attention to the why because then people are going to be signing up for memberships knowing that that's there. It's just like – Yep. So that's that would be a cool life job thing to do this year, and we'll see if it happens. But, but yeah, so that's pretty much my plans for the year mostly. That's fucking awesome. Thank you. I'm here for it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, I guess uh, we should – probably wrap it up soon because we're yeah. about an hour um is there anything that um i didn't uh ask that you wish i would have or like anything that you uh closing 
closing. That sounds stupid. Do you have, like any sort of thoughts at the no, end of this? Thing? Um, I don't think so. I mean, like we could wrap up twenty twenty one. I I like I really thought twenty twenty one was gonna be better than twenty twenty, and mm, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it was worse, but like I think it ended fine, at least for me. Um, yeah. But I had to overcome a lot of stuff I did not see coming, and I'm I mean. I'm proud of myself for how I've handled it. I feel like 2021 has been a been a big growth year. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Other than that, I. I think we're good. Unless you have thought of any last minute things of us talking. No, I mean I was I was setting out to talk about things you did, and I had a lot of fun. So I'm 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 yeah. set. Sweet. Uh, where can uh, where can folks find you? Um, on Instagram, it's juliana j-u-l-i-a-n-a dot rose r-o-s-e and then uh two underscores on instagram um facebook page facebook page is juliana riato um you have a facebook in, page i do oh i have cool. like i have like my my own personal one and i, I had an athlete one because when you you can make your when i made my instagram a business account you have to link it to a facebook page so I do have an athlete page. I'm just never on Facebook. Like Instagram is yeah. my main social media thing. Um, I do have a coaching page also on Instagram. If anybody is interested in coaching, I should really start a waitlist. Um, that's just Juliana Riato. I think it's like the weightlifting rebels or some WL underscore rebels. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my coaching stuff. Um, you see really cool, really good athletes do some really cool stuff lately. Um, if you're in the town of, Canadagua, come to the Canadagua YMCA, um, or even just in near Rochester area in New York. But yeah, cool. Um, if uh, you want to find me, I'm at uh, Barbell Stories on Instagram and sometimes Twitter. Um, <laughs> and uh, oh, go to like YouTube. I need to start talking more about YouTube stuff. Uh, I reckon it's just Will and then my old last name, B-R-E-A-U-L-T, which I'll probably fix at some point. But um, I suck at technology, so it'll happen when it happens. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for chatting, dude. Um, always, man. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, cool. Very nice. <laughs> uh, where's my stop button? There it is.